0: Good morning, and welcome to Mornings on Main Street, Southern Middle Tennessee. I'm Chris Yao, and I am excited to be with you here on this Thanksgiving week. Hope you guys are having a fantastic holiday weekend. Will throughout the rest of the weekend, we've got a great show lined up for you. We're going to talk to Ten Finale De- uh, owner Derek Ransom, who has some exciting updates about his a uh, facility here at Tin pen Alley in Columbia. We'll also have Ma- uh, Maurice Patton with uh, folks from Carver Smith High School, also known as Columbia Central High School, but last week it was Carver Smith, as they held a legacy night. So all of that's coming your way here in just a few minutes. But right now, we're gonna get you to the wrap.
1: Hey everybody, it's Scott Stewart with the Pulaski Citizen Wrap this week. Teresa Clemens Velker is our Citizen Spotlight this week, and she takes her place right there at the top and center of the front page. Grand jury indictments were handed down against two men last week in connection with a Pulaski Police Department uh, investigation into the death of a 17-year-old girl back in March due to a fentanyl overdose. You can find out about the investigation and how fentanyl spreads throughout communities on the front page this week. Minor here will celebrate Christmas with a parade Sunday. All the details are right there on the front page. The Pulaski Board of Mayor and Alderman approved a variety of upgrades and improvements last week. Find out all about that as well right there on the front page. And there's more from Secretary of State Trey Hargett's visit to Pulaski recently. This week we highlight a grant for the Giles County Public Library. Inside the Giles County Trail of Tears Interpretive Center hosted its annual commemorative walk and Paulette Bledsoe Has several photos of the event right there on page A2 Elkton's Christmas tree tinsel trail lighting is coming up soon That and more from the Elkton Board of Mayor and Alderman is inside this week's paper Giles Pass features Aspen Hill this week And our friend Trey Donovan usually shows up at the holidays with something music-related, and this holiday is no different, as Trey has uh, sent us his Thanksgiving playlist. So you don't want to miss that coming up this week in the Pulaski Citizen. Also, don't forget we've got obituaries, backward glances, property transfers, court docket, community briefs, church briefs, funny games, fearless forecasters, and so much more. Get your copy of the Pulaski Citizen this week. Back to you, Chris.
0: Thanks, Scott. Appreciate you doing that this morning. We're gonna tell you about the headlines now on the front page of Main Street Murray. We have uh, several big headlines, of course. We've got on the front page, Frank Jorgallos with his turkey hat on as the Grecian Family Restaurant and Bakery up in Spring Hill is uh, preparing for their annual Thanksgiving dinner. And they will be giving out uh, more than 1,200 free Thanksgiving dinners uh, tomorrow on Thursday, Thanksgiving day. If you would like a dinner, you're welcome to go by anytime between 1130 and two. If you need it delivered, you can always give them a call. And there are more details on the front page of the paper. Also in Spring Hill, the board of mayor and alderman heard from the Tennessee Department of Transportation on issues regarding Main Street, US 31, and the June Lake interchange. And so there is a full story there as BOMA members tended to grill TDOT uh, officials on, for answers on those, those, those road projects, so you'll definitely want to check that out. Also, you can find an, an unfortunate story about a young man, a Columbia Central student who died in a fire last week, a full story on him and that there, as well as uh, some good news from McDonald's. We presented a check to Murray County Schools as well. So all of that and much, much more on Main Street Murray's front page. So check that out. I'm going to send you back to Scott now for the Lawrence County Advocates wrap.
1: Hey everybody, it's Scott Stewart again with the Lawrence County Advocate wrap for this week. The spirit of Christmas is upon us, which means the joy of sharing with each other. On the front page of this week's Lawrence County Advocate, read all about the annual Spirit of Santa breakfast out at Rotary Park set for. Friday, December the 1st and the 27th Santa for seniors is underway providing Christmas cheer for up to 650 Lawrence County senior citizens and shut-ins there is a lot going on in the city of Lawrenceburg so much that we've had to split our coverage of the C- Lawrenceburg City Council meeting recently into several different articles this week we highlight all the construction water and sewer upgrades and cleanup work that's been going on all across the city of Lawrenceburg. Next week we'll highlight uh, information that was shared by LUS at the Lawrenceburg City Council meeting. And just a reminder that the the, uh, Lawrenceburg City Council has moved their second meeting of November to uh, November the 30th. The Lawrence County Community Theatres, it's Christmas again y'all, it is coming up really soon. You can find out how to get tickets on the front page of this week's Advocate. Loretto also has some upgrades and improvement projects going on and the story is right there on the front page as are the Thanksgiving closings for the rest of this week. David Crockett State Park is offering its Thanksgiving meal Thursday and then a day after a hike the next day. Find out about both of these inside this week's edition of the Lawrence County Advocate. St. Joe's makes a Christmas parade plans. The Big old Machine receives superior ratings in a recent competition rotary welcomes new members and they hear from the public library hey you may or may not be surprised by this but our friend Trey Donovan, over at the Lawrence County substance abuse prevention coalition has really got some other talents that you may not know about including writing and this week Trey has sent us his Thanksgiving playlist you don't want to miss that one in this week's edition of the advocate Murray Regional cuts the ribbon on a new OBGYN uh, practice there at Murray Regional. In sports, we've got Larry Woody's latest column, the opening of gun season for deer. Uh, We've got area high school basketball schedule as well. And on the back this week, we've got uh, some photo features of Fly Fest. It's all in the advocate this week. Get your copy today. We'll be right back after this.
2: Piggly Wiggly located in Neely's Mill Shopping Center
0: Having a good confident smile and being able to portray that positivity to others is really helpful.
3: A professional family atmosphere is what we get every time we come here. Our hygienists do a better job at kind of assessing mouths and coming up with plans than most dentists do. They're very kind and they're very aware of other people. I think if there's things that I would want you to leave here with, I want you to feel like you were heard, that we listened to you, and I want you to feel like that your concerns were addressed.
0: mornings on Main Street, Southern Middle Tennessee. I'm Chris Yao and today I am joined by Derek Ransom here at 10 Pin Alley in Columbia and as you can see there are some big things happening here at what was the bowling alley and arcade and laser tag and now just keep adding to the list. It's mini golf, it's go-karts, it's going to be a lot of fun uh, coming up soon and so thanks Derek for taking time.
4: Thank you, glad to be here.
0: Tell us a little bit about this project, man. What, what, you know, you, you got enough stuff inside, why outside?
4: We just, you know, we had this seven and a half acre property, and you know, it was just grass, and so we wanted to do something with it. And you know, uh, mini golf and go karts have, have always been in our funnel of, of attractions we wanted to add, and it just seemed like a right, the, the right time to do it as Columbia's growing, as the community's growing, and uh, so we we uh, we loaded the gun, fired a <laughs> bullet, and started construction. Well, and
0: that's one of the things that you hear consistently yeah. on social media. You need something for kids to do. Well, obviously you've got plenty of stuff inside, but, I mean, this, this just adds that extra element of being outside and in the open and having a good time. And,
5: yep.
0: you know, so why why is it, why is now the time?
4: Well, just, you know, the community overall, you know, as people are are growing into Murray County and pouring in, you know, we want to provide a place for them to do social activities, which is harder to do nowadays. So families get together, company parties, family reunions, birthday parties, group events, team building parties. And the more that we can encompass within the business model and then throw food and beverage at it as well, the more attractive will be to people when they're looking at doing those kind of activities. So tell me
0: about the... Uh, you see the robots everywhere you see this the the legs of a future robot here (laughs) but tell me a little bit about what we're going to see you know kind of as we look out across here
4: yeah so we're going to have an 18 hole miniature golf course Uh, it's going to We're continuing our steampunk theme which we have inside out here with uh, to incorporate with the mini golf course so we'll have uh, every hole will have a different prop that has a steampunk, whether it be a snail or a robot or a rocket, uh, it will have that kind of look and feel as you go around. We'll have two water features. We're going to have a spring here, and then as you see down there, there will be a waterfall on the back side of that, and actually that waterfall will flow into the uh, one of the holes. So if you miss a bridge, your ball is going to hit the stream from the waterfall and then be released onto uh, onto the green at a different level. And then, of course, we got our 28 car go-kart track. Um, we built it big enough for 28 cars. We're starting with 20. Uh, there will be electric cars. We got It's an 850 foot track um, that will, they're all electric. And so we'll be able to run uh, 16 single riders and then four double riders out of the gate and we hope to add cars as we grow but we're building everything big enough to accommodate 28 starting with 20, 20 cars total
0: so go-karts yes this is unique because you know obviously like you said they're electric but this is a big track for a small area how, how were you know the the engineering that, that went into that yeah how, how did you fit all of that into this
4: <laughs> well we worked mm-hmm. with uh, professionals that have, done this type of work for over fifty years they're out of Chattanooga Tennessee and there's was actually a formula as to how much link track you need for each car and so we gave them our dimensions and they have in-house designers and engineers and then they actually put the drawing together to based on our specs and we were able to come squeeze everything into this place and make it comfortable and and big enough to enjoy
0: and it really it really is going to be a lot of fun now there is it, is there any safety issue with the, the highway being right there? Are you, are you, are you kind of afraid? What, what are the plans for that?
4: Yeah, we, we do have some fencing going up to separate the attractions from the, from the highway as well as individuals uh, down the middle between the two attractions as well and the parking lot. Fantastic.
0: So that's not worried about safety yes, too much. Gonna, there's going to be something there's there. some that's barriers
4: fantastic. there for sure. Yeah. Awesome.
0: So bowling, arcade, laser tag mini golf what else uh, go-karts what what else can folks do here that you know maybe isn't on that list uh, you said birthday parties and events like you guys have so much space here yeah so what are some things that, that folks you know if they're, if they're looking for something to do this is the place to be how can they incorporate whatever they want to do
4: so you know we have packages that we put together for companies food and beverage you know with or without food and beverage but you know the attractions we also have bumper cars we also have a private room so we have a bigger group be able to come here, do a meeting, do a sit-down, dinner, and then go play. And so, you know, we still have around 8,000 square feet inside that we can grow into. And so, you know, the the gears are turning on what's the next. You know, every every year our goal was to add an attraction every year, add something to the business model every year. And uh, we've been able to do this. This one. This one took up a little bit more time and, uh, and, and money and effort, but uh, it's going to be worth it when it's all said oh, and done. So we're, we're still growing. You know, We definitely want to be the one-stop shop for Family Fun in, in Murray County.
0: Now, see obviously some dirt moving out front. Is that parking? Are you guys yes. going to kind of redo the parking over there? We are. Obviously, that's, that's a big deal. When you have more attractions, you're going to have more people.
4: Yeah, which leads into more cars. So we are expanding the parking lot. We're going to gain around uh, 28 additional parking spaces. Uh, we're going to put new asphalt on the parking lot, new lights to light it up, islands to direct traffic a little better. So, yeah, we are expanding the parking lot as well. That's going to be awesome. Yes, man. Sir. Well,
0: it's starting to rain, so let's get inside <laughs> okay. and, and go play some, some laser well, tags. Let's so, go. <laughs> but I uh, appreciate you taking time. Again, we'll uh we'll look forward to, to getting this open. When can we expect it to be open?
4: We are three to four weeks out on the outdoor attraction, so it'll be dependent on weather uh, when we open sure. this. So it may lead into you know, spring of 2024. And so, uh, this is three to four weeks out. The parking lot, we're still working on that. We're probably another six weeks out on that. And then we're actually, we haven't released this yet, but we're going to do an exterior renovation that will start early next year as well of, of the building on the outside.
0: It's going to be a lot of fun. And we, uh, we hope that you will come down to Columbia and visit 10 Pin Alley. Again, Derek Ransom here on Mornings on Main Street. I'm Chris. Yeah, we'll have more after this. Thank you, Chris.
6: Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic service and our ortho-quick walk-in clinic lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net.
2: Piggly Wiggly, located in Neely's Mill Shopping Center, is Columbia's locally owned and operated cost plus 10 grocery store dedicated to serving the community with low prices and smiling faces. Piggly Wiggly offers fresh, hand-cut meats daily, as well as daily hot plate lunches from their deli counter. You're certain to see smiling faces and a helping hand when you're here at Piggly Wiggly. Come by and check out our fresh produce, high-quality meats, and more. Down home, down the street, we'll see you at the pig.
0: Mockingbird Title and Escrow is an attorney-owned and operated full-service title company in Middle Tennessee. We get your deals closed without worry and fuss. We're a family business that offers the highest level of expertise in our industry when it comes to closing and funding your real estate transactions. And it's, it's a job I really love. Uh, I'm passionate about this. I'm enthusiastic about this. I like to think we're pretty well-rounded and can deal with a
2: wide range of, of needs and a wide range of clients.
0: Call 615-274-8698 today. Welcome back in to Mornings on Main Street, Southern Middle Tennessee. I'm Chris Yao. Time now to take a look at sports. We've got Maurice Patton at... Main Street, Murray, who's got your sports update?
6: I'm Maurice Patton, sports editor at Main Street, Murray. And this past weekend, we had a chance to be at a special event over at Columbia Central. It was Legacy Night as the boys and girls basketball teams paid tribute to Carver Smith High School, the pre-integration all-black high school here in town had an opportunity to speak to a number of different individuals about that occasion the event and um take a listen here in columbia with carver smith principal mike Steele, as yeah. here at columbia central they are honoring the pre-integration all-black high school here in columbia carver smith high school the boys and girls basketball teams will be playing White's Creek later tonight, and um, they'll be wearing throwback uniforms representing Carver Smith. So they will be the Yellow Jackets, not the Lions tonight. And Mike, um, I know this has been a busy time for you. Appreciate you taking a second. But sure. Just, uh, did you expect this kind of response to this?
3: Well, you know, when I was at Stratford, I was at Stratford for 12 years, and there's so much history there, and then I got to Columbia Central, this is my second year, so much history. And then as I started to learn more about uh, Carver-Smith High School, just uh, the history of the Carver-Smith High School is fantastic, and uh, so we're very blessed to be able to put this, uh, uh, this game on tonight in honoring Carver-Smith High School and all the, the legacy of that school, uh, but no, no, sir, I did, not. I did not, I did not expect it to be this big not
6: just a game. They've got exhibits up here kind of taking you through the 19-year history of the school. It it opened in January of 1950, closed in 69 as integration took hold here in Murray County with all students attending Columbia Central. But like you said, a lot of history in a short period of time.
3: A lot of history in a short period of time and I just got a shout out to Everybody that made this possible, uh, you know, the Peace and Justice Initiative, Ms. Ventura, Chris Pointer, and then when you look behind you, you see all the work that the staff has put into this, and the students have been involved. You'll see students wearing their Carver Smith shirts tonight. Uh, We've had a very, very challenging week with the uh, death of one of our young men here in the school, Uh, and this is kind of a celebration culmination of where we can all come together and be unified as one school and uh, one community.
6: Joined now on Mornings on Main Street by President of the Columbia Peace and Justice Initiative, Trent Ogilvie. And Trent, um, just talked to Mike Steele, the principal here at Carver Smith. Yes. Uh, and just, just a great
7: event. Yes. It is amazing. Um, you know, just the memories, the legacy of Carver Smith, what it uh, meant to this community. Um, just to see the alumni come in and... Uh, see the green and gold, to see the smiles on their faces, because this means something. You know, this is a part of their history, a part of their community. And uh, many uh, kids today really don't like school, really don't like to go to school. Mm -hmm. And we got people here that, you know, almost 60, uh, almost 70 years later, you know, they're like, hey, this is, this is important. And um, so, you know, we we are just so privileged to be able to honor their legacy and uh, so thankful for that. You're a Columbia native, are yes. a Columbia Central graduate. You
6: probably have people in your family that, that attended Carver Smith, probably grew up hearing about it, that kind of thing. Yes. Um,
7: to be a part of putting something like this together has to be meaningful to you. Absolutely. Um, I, I, I count it a privilege and an honor to be able to do this, you know, uh, for all those who paved the way, for me and for uh, so many others who have come behind them. This is the foundation, and we've got to honor those who have paved the way, and, and their significance, the blood, sweat, and tears of what they went through, um, it just makes me proud, and, and so so very um, honored uh, just to remember that legacy.
6: Awesome. Thank you, sir, for taking some time Yes, with sir. Us.
7: Right. Thank you. Thank you. Willie Morgan joining us here on Mornings on Main Street as
6: we are at the event where Columbia Central is honoring and recognizing Carver Smith High School, the Pre-integration All-Black High School here in Columbia. Mr. Morgan, you attended Carver Smith? Yeah, graduated in 1956. Been a long time ago. So this this is a big deal. Yeah. Um, you know, I've asked a couple of people, what's taken so long for something like this to take place, but I guess the flip side of it is better late than never. That's right,
1: that's correct.
6: Just what, being here, Seeing this, seeing the green and gold, that kind of thing. What's the significance of this to you? Oh, that brings back old memories, you know. Uh, by playing sports with Carver Smith, and playing on good teams and stuff like
7: that. A whole lot of guys that, that I played with deceased, you know. And uh, we had some real good, we had the first, we were the only
6: football team that won a championship, huh? Carver Smith, okay. in 1956. 55, 56. okay so you you're, you're huh? your last two yeah, years your last okay. year okay okay all right and and you know to just be back here and you know we, we saw you honored a couple of weeks ago by the Columbia Peace and Justice Initiative and the legacy that you and your family have had here in this town got to be pretty pretty big for you oh yeah. it's especially uh, uh, seeing my granddaughter get a scholarship at ut you know uh, i thought i'd never get to see that you know my age, but i'm really proud of her and that's what's important to me and my grandkids and stuff where they come up. Yeah. Well, and for them to have a chance to see this has yeah. got to be pretty pretty nice yeah because they are surprised when i tell them about some of the things that i went through being raised up and going to College smith mm-hmm. you know, they, they couldn't believe it you know Well, great. We appreciate you taking some time with us. Thank you, sir. Okay. All right. We're visiting here on Mornings on Main Street with former Columbia Vice Mayor Krista Martin, key mover and shaker with the Columbia Peace and Justice Initiative, who's helped put on this event here as Columbia Central is recognizing and honoring the legacy of Carver Smith High School. And you miss Carver Smith as a student, barely.
8: Yeah, barely. But let me say this. I'm excited because my husband was at Carver Smith and we lived in the country and so we would get to come to town to see the band and to come to a ball game. My mom worked at the hospital so she brought us into town and took us to school and so we had limited options to be able to do some things but Carver Smith was in our heart. We knew that it was an awesome academic school and also awesome athletically. So here's the deal.
2: <laughs>
8: Tell I, us
6: about this bag. I
8: just want you to know that this is my husband's basketball bag. He was a player at Conference Mill, 9th, 10th, and 11th grade. He was number 12, and he kept this bag. This bag is 54 years old, so there That's the original. That's this not, is, that's not a replica. Real stuff. This is real stuff. And when he brought it out the other day, we were so excited. And I'm like, are you going to take that bag out there with you? And he said, yeah, I want, I want people to see it. And I'm like, are you going to hold it or are you going to be talking? So basically, he's walking around fellowshipping, mm-hmm. and I'm holding on to the
6: bag. You, you, are, the, you are the keeper of the bag. I'm yeah. the
8: keeper of the bag. That's but okay. this event, it just makes your heart warm that the administration of Murray County Public Schools Lisa Venturi and the principal of the school, Dr. Steele, allowed us to come in and make a presentation about doing this. We have our leadership, Trent Ogilvie and Pastor Pastor Trent Ogilvie and Pastor Russ Edcock, and they're the ones working with us to have this brainchild to bring this. And we're so excited because all the people that are coming out from far and near. We've got a coach that's in his nineties that was at Central High School, so it's just another way for the old to meet the new, for our community to come together and for us to look at what kinds of things are like for us and what kinds of things we celebrate. That's awesome. So we're excited to be here.
6: Vice Mayor Martin, we appreciate you taking <laughs> some time
8: with us. Thank you so much.
6: We've also got coverage of that basketball double header as the Yellow Jackets and the Lady Yellow Jackets swept Whites Creek on Friday night coverage of other high school basketball from across the area as basketball season got started up last week, Uh, coverage of Columbia state basketball and Chris Yao was on hand for the division IIA a state semifinal football game between Columbia Academy and middle Tennessee Christian. So jam packed sports coverage in this week's main street Murray. Be sure and check
0: that out in print and That's it. Thanks. Thanks, Mo. When we come back, we've got weather and more right after this, so stick around on Mornings on Main Street, Southern Middle Tennessee.
5: They have
1: always met wildest expectations as far as taking care of my teeth and my health. You know, teeth health is very important now to your heart. And I told him one day, I said, I'd love to have nice teeth and nice hair and uh, he said uh, well i can take care of the teeth but i can't take care of the hair and i said you can make my teeth he said yeah i said well, let's go and he did and i have been tremendously pleased doctor hart if you need him at night he's here this staff here will take care of you 24/7 you don't have to worry about it. i can't get a hold of my dentist my tooth's hurting no They will be here for you. And if I could get Dr. Hart to take that same artistry that he has and grow hair, then he would would be double rich.
0: Welcome back in. Two mornings on Main Street, southern middle Tennessee. Time now to take a look at your forecast. We've got our friends from Tennessee Valley Weather who are bringing that to you. You'll find uh, the seven-day forecast and more right here.
3: From the Tennessee Valley Weather Channel, this is your weather today.
5: Good Wednesday morning to you. I'm Kelly Rawson here in the Tennessee Valley Weather Center with a check at your forecast. We are still on the gloomy side this morning. Winds out of the north, about 10 to 15 miles an hour. Temperature starting off in the lower 40s for your Wednesday morning. So be sure to bundle up before you step out the door today here in southern middle Tennessee. But guess what? The sunshine will be back by this afternoon and we won't unfortunately get very warm out there either. Talking upper 40s to lower 50s for your Wednesday afternoon here in southern middle Tennessee. But we are going to hold on to a clear sky for your Wednesday evening and overnight into Thursday. That clear sky is going to allow those temperatures to get down Pretty chilly, close to freezing across the area. Temperatures will eventually warm back up to the 50s by Thursday afternoon. Here's a look at your seven-day forecast from the Tennessee Valley Weather Center. For Thanksgiving, we are looking nice with a mostly cloudy to partly cloudy sky. We will be dry all across the area, so travel should be a breeze no matter where you're headed. Temperatures in the low to mid-50s over the next few days, and shower chances don't return until Sunday.
0: That's going to do it for Mornings on Main Street, Southern Middle Tennessee this week. We hope that you guys have had a, again, fantastic uh, week leading up to Thanksgiving and have a fantastic weekend. We'll see you right here on Main Street Media Television next week on Mornings on Main Street, Southern Middle Tennessee. Have a great week.